the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. The Bible tells us many things about God our Father. One of the many things it teaches us is who our God is and what the benefit is of being His. One of His many Old Testament names teaches us both who He is and what the benefit is of being His. That name is Jehovah Gamola, the God who recompenses. We have a God who recompenses, that is, repays in full for the damages that were done to his people. We have a God who will give back and pay back what Satan has stolen and is holding back in our lives. It's good to have Jehovah Gamola as God who is in our lives. And it's even gooder when we let him be a God who recompenses the things that were lost and are stolen in our lives. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that my father is a God who brings recovery and restoration into the lives of his children, especially since I'm one of his children. Having and being loved by a God like that is a great benefit in life. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Joel chapter 2, starting with verse 21. I love the Lord. Praise God. Everybody here love the Lord. This is the word of the Lord to me and you. Joel chapter 2, it begins in verse 21. It says, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field. For the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree, the vines do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will get cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. And the floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And ye shall eat and be plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that have dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. My people shall never be ashamed. God wants to do something for me and you that puts us in a situation where things is great for me and you in such a way where we're no longer on the shame show. Praise God. Missing out on things that we're supposed to have and living lives that we're supposed to 
or, or have been ripped off because of things in the past that the devil did to me and you, or even that we might have cooperated with him what to do. But them days is over because God is restoring to his people the things that it is that he wants to restore to them. That is the things that the devil has stolen from me and you. The things that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the locust and everybody else done eaten up. God said, I'm going to have them cough it up and I'm going to have them bring it back to you. Praise God. And we found out that it's coming back in spades too. Praise God. It's coming back in interest because retribution will be given to me and you because the devil has stolen from me and you. But God wants to restore everything that was stolen from me and you. He wants you to be the person that he wants you to be living the life that he had for thee, that he always intended for thee. Whereas you're going to be living, living like you're supposed to going back to Eden, living on top of the world. Praise God. Yes, we were in captivity for a period of time, praise God, but the children of Israel showed us what's going to happen to us at this time. Because when they came out of captivity, they came out free, rich, and healed. They got a full restoration of everything that it is that God had in store for them. And and, and then took them on a trip to their promised land so that they can receive their land and begin to live the life that God intended them to do. Well, God's got that same thing planned for me and you. It's a full restoration of everything that was stolen from me and you. While we was in captivity, when we came out of captivity, when we was living Living like we were still in captivity, God said, I'm about to restore all of it back in Jesus' name. So have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say because restoration is coming to me and you. We've been looking for a time now about the recovery and restoration of our health. The recovery and restoration of our health. Because that's one of the things that God wants to restore to us is our health. Everybody say, thank God for restoring my health. Amen. In such a way, that too would be better than it would have been you know, prior to the restoration happening to you. Well, that too will be restored to you. Even the years will be restored to you. Praise God. Now, some of us, it's been years that we've been dealing with stuff, but God said, I'm going to restore the years that you was even dealing with that stuff. Not only am I going to get rid of the stuff, but I'm going to restore the years that you was dealing with too. In such a way as your youth will be renewed too. Praise God. In such a way as you'll be able to live a life youthful. At the age that you are, praise God. Some of y'all are youthful already, so you're going to be like youth on top of youth. And other of us, we're going to outrun you as a youth, praise God, because we're going to be restored under us. You know, it's better the second time around, praise God. We've been talking for the last two times that we got together about the recovery and restoration of others' health. Because it's not just for me and you. It's not just for us. It's for everybody, too. God wants it for other people, too. And he wants us, those who he is restoring our health, to be able to remember that he wants us to restore, that he wants to restore other people's health, too. That's why God wants them to be healthy, just like me and you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, because God was with him. Well, when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, just like he said, he turned around and said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Now you go out into this world and do the same thing, too. Same thing as what? The thing I told you back in the book of John when I first started telling you before I went to the cross. And that is the works that I do, you'll do also. And greater works than these shall you do because I'm going unto my father. He said, but before I get ready to go unto my father, I'm doing this. I'm going to drop a little something, something on you so you can go out there and be able to do the same thing too. That these signs shall follow them that believe. And one of the signs is, is that we lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, God told us that, promised us that, and has rejuvenated in us the opportunity to be able to go out and do this thing. So that we can go out and do this thing, laying hands on folk, seeing them recover, praying for folk, and seeing the devil getting up off of them. Praise God. 
because some folk ain't in the church at the time that God is talking about the restoration, but he said, that's all right, you the church. I'm going to carry you out into the world and you can cause a recovery and restoration to people too. Whereas you can be able to speak a word of power into their lives in the name of Jesus and in the manifest of me and you. Last time we got together, we looked at some folk who did that. We saw Pete do it. We saw Paul do it. We saw Pete and John do it. Praise God. We saw folk doing it all over the place. Praise God. Well, we're supposed to do the same thing too. So that people can be running and leaping and praising God just like they did when Peter and John did what they do. But we also found what we need to be able to step into that too. And that we need to be Peter and John. We found out that Peter represented faith and he represented boldness. That when you start having the faith that you're supposed to, then you're going to have a boldness that goes along with it too. Pete was so bold, he'd step out on water and expect to walk. Praise God. And just like he talked to that man and never walked a day in his life and expect him to walk because he had faith and boldness. But he had love too because John was right there alongside him too. Now, Pete was the one that was doing talking because boldness is going to do the talking. But it's going to be backed up and sided by love. Praise God. And love was right there with him too because you got to have a love for the people that you're going after. Otherwise, you won't do what it is that God wants you to do. If you love the folk, you'll go ahead and do what God wants you to do with the folk, and that is get stuff off of folk. Because if you love somebody, you don't want to see it on them no more. If you don't love them, you don't care whether it's on them or not, praise God. I mean, you might pity them, praise God, but you ain't going to do nothing about it, praise God. Like, hey, are you listening to me up in here? But when you love somebody, you'll get that off their body and when you got the ability to do it. Well, we got the ability to do it, and we're going to go out and do that, praise God. Today, we're going to go into something else that God wanted me to come and talk about today. So once again, have an ear to hear what the Lord's got to say. Please turn to Hosea chapter 6. Hosea chapter 6. That's the book right before Josh, jo- Joel. Go back one book. Josh, jo- Hosea chapter 6. Now in Hosea, wonderful book of the Bible. Praise God, a little bit little book. Six chapters. Praise the Lord. It's a wonderful book. Seven, excuse me. It's, you know, it's a wonderful book. In Hosea... It was during the time that the children of Israel had gotten out of Egyptian bondage, out of Egyptian bondage. They was out of bondage now, praise God. Had an opportunity under the edict of the, of the king to be able to go back to the Lord and return to the Lord and then go back to their land and even be able to worship the Lord like they used to back in their land, back before they was in captivity all those many years, praise God. Well, there were some who did return to the Lord, praise God, and begin to start worshiping God like they were supposed to. But there was others who continued to be able to operate according to the world system that they were in when they were in captivity because they became enamored by that world. They got turned on to the idols of that world. They got turned on to the ways of that world. They got turned on to the things of that world, praise God, and to the point that when they had opportunity to return to the Lord, they didn't even want to return to the Lord. They're like, for what? I got life already. I got things going on already. Plus that I'm, I'm worshiping, you know, these gods that we learn the name of, praise God, you know, you know, you know, American Idol and, you know, all these other ones and stuff, you know, I'm, I'm worshiping all them. I'm having a good time with them, praise God. And so they like, you know, they just enjoying them gods out there and stuff like that. And they didn't want to return to the Lord. But the problem was, see, what happened was, was that if you stay away from the Lord long enough, praise God, you'll start and start playing with the world long enough, the world's going to get on you, get in you, and begin to start affecting you. And when it starts affecting you, you'll find out that the world can't do a single thing for you. You find out the only thing that the world can do is jack you up because you're going to sit there all jacked up because of what it is that, the, that what's going on in the world because the diseases they got, you're going to get. The, the things that you operate in, you're going to get the same thing too. 
I don't care nothing about how righteous you are. Praise God. If you play with the world, you're going to get the world's stuff. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Stand out in the rain. See, don't you get wet with your righteous self. Praise God. Stand out in the cold and see, don't you get cold with your righteous self. Praise God. And you keep playing with the world with your righteous self. Oh, I thought I'd never see this. The, the, the righteous forsaken. No, it's seed begging bread. No, that's the uncompromisingly righteous. Which means when you compromise your righteousness, then you are opening yourself up to whatever the devil want to do with you. Well, these Israelites begin to fi- figure that out by Hosea chapter 6. They started realizing that, wait a minute now, I keep getting jacked up, messed up, and, and, all, and all tore up. And my health is all jacked up because of the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm away from the Lord. I'm tried all the things that the world had to offer. I tried to use all the things that the world uses, all their, all their, all their potions and all their doctors and all their things too. And, and, and not and one of them could do a thing to be able to help me until they finally figured it out. I need to return to the Lord. So today we're going to talk about returning to the Lord for recovery and restoration of health. Returning to the Lord for recovery of restoration and health. Because some of us need to return to the Lord so that he can heal us. Some of us need to return to the Lord so that he can heal us. I know it's in him you live and move and have your very being, but a lot of us don't act like it. We don't live like it. Even though theoretically we do, experientially we don't. Let's read Hosea chapter 6 verse 1. It says, come. And let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn and he will heal us. He hath smitten and he will bind us up. Now, pause button right here. Praise God. They say he tore. He didn't tear them. Praise God. They tore their own draws. Praise God. Because they did, what, they did the opposite of what he told them to do. And as a result of that, they stepped into things that they didn't need to step into. Just like Christians, if we don't do what God says do, we will step into some mess that God never intended for me and you. Yes, you will. And then a lot of people, they'll blame it on God. And so God has something to do with that. No, God told them what to do so that they would never have to deal with any of this. But they did the opposite of what he told them to do. And so they dealt with it. And then they're in the middle of the world. They thinking that, you know, I don't really need to do what God says do. I just need to just keep doing what I do, but find out it didn't work for them. They're blaming it on God. God didn't do it. God wasn't the one that tore, but God is the one that can heal. God wasn't the one that smit them, wounded them, but he is the one that can bind them up and take their wounds and bind it up. And that's what God wants to do. See, the Israelites had turned from God and put their trust in idols. They had put their trust in the world and the world system. They had put their trust in those same people that had them in captivity. They put their trust in them and they ordered their lives according to them. They ate like they ate, partied like they partied, drank like they drank, played like they played, laid like they laid, and ended up, and ended up with they diseases and they, and they ailments and stuff like that, that they people couldn't do a thing about. But they trusted in their idols, but found out that their idols that they trusted in couldn't help them. So they determined that they needed to return to the Lord because only he could heal them. Anybody here know that only God can heal you? God the one that put your body together. God the one that can fix your body. God the one put all those parts up in there. God the one that can replace the parts all up in there. He's a great physician. Hallelujah. He's a healer. Rafa. Yes, he is. So they determined that they needed to return to the Lord because he, only he could heal them. Sometimes the afflictions that are being experienced and or a person is experiencing 
are the results of them not walking with God the way they're supposed to. That we can begin to understand and at least get the revelation and importance of returning to the Lord. Let me rephrase it. Sometimes while we're out there doing things that we ain't supposed to do, sometimes it can finally come to us that, wait a minute now, this ain't working. Maybe I need to go back to the Lord and do what he says do. Maybe I'll go back to the Lord and submit myself and conduct myself like I ought to. Amen. They understood that God is the only one that could heal their wounds. That was smart of them because it was true. God was the only one that could heal them. And even though they had given, been given an open door already to come back to him, they didn't take advantage of the open door. But eventually, they did take advantage of it. Something like some of us. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 17, please. We're talking about returning to the Lord for recovery and restoration of health. Jeremiah chapter 17, because many of us need to return to the Lord in order to receive the health that God wants us. Receive the recovery and restoration of the health that he has for us. Jeremiah chapter 17. Verse 14. It says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. For thou art my praise. Anybody in here say, how'd you get saved? Jesus, come How'd you get saved? That make you saved? Show enough. Because when God saves you, ain't no second dip and second dunk that got to be done with this one, praise God, because it got handled one time and one time only. That's all that needed to be done. He saved us, show enough. Because when God saves, he saves, show enough. But it's the same thing when he heals. When God heals, he heals, show enough. It's the Lord who does the healing. In fact, we should come to the Lord to be healed when we need to be healed. Yes, we should. When God heals, he heals sure enough. Anybody here want to be healed sure enough? Amen. I know a place where you can go. You can go to the Lord and God will heal you sure enough. Turn over to 1 Peter chapter 2, please. And I'm, I'm, I'm on my way, baby. I'm on my way. 1 Peter chapter 2. Give me a second, but I'm telling you, I'm going to get there. But when I get there, don't tell me to go home. Praise God. Because 1 Peter chapter 2. I love the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. This is what the Lord is saying to us, New Testament saints. He said, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. Which means when we became righteous, then we have an opportunity to be able to receive the healing that comes from the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ. To the point that Based on what he did then, we can be healed now. Because by his stripes, we were healed. When he was receiving them stripes way back then, healing was being made available for us today. To the point that, because we weren't even born yet. But at the same time, back then, he made available to us everything that we need for today. He is all that we need in relationship to your healing. God has made healing available to you. Healing is available to us because of what Jesus Christ did, past tense for us. Which means it's already ours. In terms of we have the right to it. It's already ours in that we have the right to it. Because we are dead to sins and made righteous. And for by his stripes we are sin. We are, we are healed. We're dead to sins, made righteous. And by his stripes we are healed. It's available to us because of what he did for us. Everybody say thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Turn back to Jeremiah chapter 17 please. Jeremiah 
Jeremiah chapter 17. Remember the bishop, you say, I hope you brought your page turning finger with you. Praise God. John chapter 17. I've just seen if you're paying attention. Good job. Jeremiah chapter 17. Sometimes we, even though God has made all these things available to me and you, sometimes we forsake the Lord who heals. Healing has already been made available through him. But many times we forsake the Lord who does the healing. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 13 says, O Lord, the hope of Israel, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. Now we don't found in Joel, we ain't going to be ashamed. Okay. He said, all that forsake thee shall be ashamed. And they that depart from, from me shall be, shall be written in the earth. Now when he say me, he's talking about, you know, this is God speaking through the prophet. Because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of the living waters. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. But notice in verse 13, it says, but those, speaking of Israel, but those who forsake thee, speaking of the Lord, the one that heals, shall be ashamed. And they that depart from me shall be written in the earth. Because they have forsaken the Lord, the fountain of living waters, that one that gives us life, the ones that sustains our life, the ones that keeps us with the life that we're supposed to have revived and alive. If we forsake him, then we'll be ashamed. Now, God has promised us that this year you won't be ashamed, but it's based on what you allow him to do in the middle of your life. This is going to be good. Sometimes we forsake the Lord who heals us. That word forsake right there means to loosen. That is to relinquish. Loosen that is to relinquish, which means we don't stay tight with the Lord. We don't stay locked in with the Lord like we're supposed to. We don't keep him close to us and then stay close to him like we ought to. But we relinquish him. We relinquish him. We let him loose. You know, we relinquish him. Sometimes they go to pick up something else. They let one go to pick up something else because the Bible told us you're only going to hold on to one or the other. That's what the problem was with them in Hosea. They had let loose of the Lord to be able to grab hold to the idols. They had let loose of the righteous life to be able to live the sinful life. They had let loose of the life in Christ to be able to grab hold to the life of the world so they can start living like the people of the world because they thought that's what was happening. But then they found out what happens when you live that life and they're like, hold up. I'm, I need to go back to the Lord. Because some of us need to get back because we were loosened. We relinquished what was made available to me because by his stripes we were healed. It also translates leave and refuse. Where sometimes we leave the Lord and we refuse the Lord. Sometimes we leave the Lord. We just leave him over there someplace, praise God. I'm going to go on this way doing what I do. You just you sit over there, praise God, and you, you know, do what you do, praise God. But I'm going over here, praise God, and I'm going to do this. Sometimes we refuse the Lord. Would the Lord to try to tell us something, share with us something, hand us something, give us something, even give us healing and restoration of health. But we refuse it. We'd be like, mm-mm, I don't want that. Mm-mm, I don't want to be healed. Now, I know you're looking at somebody and say, don't nobody say nothing like that. Yes, you do. Because we say that whenever we don't do what he say do. I'm going, I'm going somewhere with this. That's why it's important for some of us to be able to return to the Lord so that we can receive our healing that only he can provide. We got to return to the Lord so that we can receive the recovery and the restoration of our health that only he provides. Now, returning to the Lord is not just returning to God himself. 
But it includes returning to the things that God's word prescribes. It's not just returning to the God himself. It's also returning to the things that God's words prescribe. Because God's word, according to the book of Proverbs, is medicine. And if we take his medicine, in essence, do what he says to do in this word that he shares with me and you, then it will be a medicine to me and you and it will heal us up to and including our bodies. Up to and including our bodies. Because remember, God and his word are one. So if we, anytime we're talking about what we, we love God, then God said, well, that's good because that means you love my word. Anytime we say, well, I'm right there with you all the time, he said, well, good. That means you're right there with my word. Well, that's all the way have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I don't know about you, but I'm sure enough getting fired up by this message. I hope that the same thing is happening to you too. I hope even more so that it's giving you the faith to let God do what God does. And that is bring recovery and restoration into the life of his. We should all thank God that he's Jehovah Gamola, the God who recompenses the things that were lost and are stolen in our lives so that we can live the life that God wants us to live with everything that belongs to his. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road, San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you, ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in San Antonio or visiting San Antonio, just come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through when you get the chance, and we'll be blessed to see you when you do. And you'll be blessed too when you come. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.